If you have spent any amount of time on social media networks over the last several weeks with Hamas and Israel and what's going on on the Gaza Strip, chances are you've had somebody from the influencer community show up on your feed. On Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram, this is a common occurrence. These individuals will post their left-leaning or right-leaning content, and it will start to shape a view and opinion of those that are reading it. Eventually, people become caught inside a silo. Other times, they see content that is challenging them in order to have an emotional reaction. We have trouble holding back our emotions, and our logical brains simply become weaponized against the emotional. We don't know what to do. Well, I had an opportunity to sit down in a Twitter space this past weekend with Harry Sisson. Harry Sisson is a 21-year-old who is unapologetically an influencer for Joe Biden. But don't call him an influencer because he'll tell you he's just a 21-year-old average kid that goes to NYU. There is nothing average about Harry Sisson. Harry Sisson is exceptional, and he's exceptional because he has a marketing team. He is paid by Midas. He is paid by the management team Palative, which is directly linked to the DNC, receiving over $200,000. I have the receipts. So I decided to sit down and talk to him. And so you're going to hear that interview coming right up. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. As always, I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. You can go over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all my colleagues' work, the great Dr. Peter McCullough, giving you great health information, Malcolm Out Loud, who runs America Out Loud. He is a phenomenal human being as well as has a great show that you can listen to on the 24-7 talk radio network every night, or you can download it on your favorite app or device on your cell phone, whether you're an Android user or you're an iPhone user or even a Google user. You can also find on that app all all the podcasts, as well as that 365 days out of the year, 24-7 programming here on this network, which puts you first and America first, because we try to represent the common person's voice. Now let's get straight into it. You heard at the intro that today you're going to be hearing my interview uh, segment, which was part of a much larger space the other day. Now this space uh, lasted about four hours and it started almost after just uh, about 1.30 a.m. And I was probably within the first hour 
involved in this space. But after that, I did jump out. And the reason why I wanted to point that out is because the space did kind of uh, move over into a completely different segment later on, but it was hosted by uh, Mad Bull America. And you can find him at America underscore mad. And I also wanted to give uh, credit to a follower of this show and also someone who's become my friend through the X network, which is Keen Speaks. All right, so if you guys check out Keen, he actually was a co-host on this, and you can follow him at Keen, K-E-E-N-S-P-E-A-K, Keen Speak. And so at Keen Speak, follow him. He recorded this for me uh, so I could provide it for the listening audience. Uh, So thank you, Keen, for being part of the production team on today's episode. Now, the reason why I wanted to uh, concentrate a little bit on this is because there's this gentleman I'm going to be trying to get onto the show, Simon Esler, who's been talking about fifth generation warfare. And I'm starting to wonder whether or not all these influencers and the fact that people get monetized and paid to put this information out there, whether or not this is good for society. And the larger question that I even would like to pose to everybody is, if you listen to my show, you know I'm huge huge to to support our rights and to make sure that our constitutional protections stand, that no one infringes upon those whatsoever. But I'm curious if you would agree with me that the collectivism, the collective whole should not have the right to free speech. And what do I mean by that? I mean, should the government be able to pay individuals or people that influence our government should be able to put people on the payroll and manage them in order to influence society away from their logical brains and into their emotional brains. And that's a whole larger topic. Well, Harry Sisson is one of those individuals that I believe is manipulating people into which side of the brand they're using. You can follow him if you'd like to. I don't follow Harry, but it's at Harry J. Sisson. He shows up on my feed anyway, even though I don't, but he's a proud Democrat. um, And all of his content is supporting Joe Biden 24-7. And sometimes there's some other people that have the same content as he does, but it's very easy to spot the fact that he is uh, unabashedly Democrat and unabashedly, maybe even naive in being a Democrat. So we'll, we'll cover that a little bit in a few moments. But first, here is the interview segment that I did on the space. Keep in mind, this is not my show. Uh, this is the space that I joined. Uh, so there's going to be a little bit of banter, and I did not get to finish my line of questioning that I would have liked to because I kind of got interrupted, as you'll hear. Uh, and then I'll come back, we'll hit a break, and I'll wrap up today. All right, so here's that interview with Harry Sisson from early, early Sunday morning. Uh, report on the America Out Loud Network. I'm excited that you're here because you're somebody Thank you, sir. I would like to speak with. Yes, sir. Um, Appreciate you. I did mention your name earlier, uh, and I am critical of both you as well as many other influencers for, uh, I think, what's pretty valid reason. So I'd like to ask you several qu- questions if you're down for it. Um, Go ahead, Greg. Look, listen, I respect journalism left and right. So sure. whatever questions you have for me, I would love to answer them. For okay. Sure. So I've, I've seen the reports from Axios. I've seen the reports on Daily Caller. I've seen yep. other people put out. Can you tell me how you came to uh, be associated when you were 19, 20 years old with pallet management? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to talk about this. So basically, um, yeah, so I started my TikTok page when I was 17 years old, right? I'm 21 right now. So it's been a long time. It's been a long time I've been in this game for. 
started that page when I was 17. And um, as I got older, as my page got bigger, I had some different companies reach out to me, different management teams. Most of them I rejected. I was like, I'm just really not interested in management. But Palo reached out to me and I actually met some of their people in person and they were really kind and they were really nice people. And I thought, well, maybe this is actually good for me. So I talked to them. We had meetings. I was like, you know what? I think this is the right move for me in my career. Um, I want to be involved in politics, uh, whether that be journalism or law. I'm currently studying constitutional law. That's why constitutional law. That's why I'm so confident. You know, when Sarah's like, "Oh, I'm going to sue him," it's like, "Go for it." <laughs> By all means, I have a great team of lawyers behind me who are, um, you know, happy with um, you know taking this on. Um, so I, I, you know, Pala just kind of came about like that. Like as my page began and grew. Pallet came in with it. And again, like, you know, these people who claim like, oh, you're paid by the DNC or Pallet's funneling money to you. It's like, guys, go back to the beginning of my TikTok page. I've been doing this the same way for well, around well, four well, years now. Well, Harry, it's like, Harry, sorry, sorry, so sorry. If, if I go into public records, right, and I, and I look up things to, to find out, yep. uh, did you or did you not receive $6,000 from Midas Touch back August, October 2022? Oh, yeah. So basically, I love the, the brothers that Midas Touch, the three guys. Um, they're fantastic people. I used to do some consulting work for Midas Touch. I'm no longer, I don't, I no longer do some and, work for them. But and and, and so, yeah. what qualifications did you have at the age of 20? And I'm not trying to talk down to you. I, yeah, no, really, no, I'm just, I, I totally, I, get I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm approaching 50, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm in a spot where sure. I was, I was your age before. I've been approached before uh, by lots of different marketing and public uh, media relations firms that would like to represent me. And I've turned them all down for a completely uh, different reason for maybe why you decided to, but that's why I want to understand. So what qualifications did you have to do consulting? Because consulting something that normally takes years of experience of failure and success in order to be good at it. So tell, tell me where you got that from. Yeah, well, um, you know, I've been at the time that I started working with Midas Touch, I had been in social media for a variety a variety of different projects, but also had been in there for around two to three years at that point. So when, you know, the, the, on the official FEC filing, it says consulting, but in reality, the, the work was much deeper than that. It was kind of like social media consulting. They were kind of, uh, it was more like that, if that makes sense. So it wasn't just like, oh, you know, consulting on electoral strategy, for example, which obviously wasn't the case. I've never consulted on electoral strategy. It was more like social media stuff of which the field I've worked in for around four years now. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Yeah, so, um, so, so, and yeah. Harry, I, I live in Delaware. Uh, I know the Biden family. Great state. Great state. Uh, Ashley and I, Joe tried to set us up on a date back when I was in high school. She's my age. <laughs> True story. My mother worked for, yeah, my mother worked for Joe Biden back uh, in 1973 cool. when he was first running. Um, but I, I, I have a, a little bit of uh, access uh, to the Bidens through there. So I'm going to ask you a few other questions. Okay. As long as it uh, pertains to me, because again, I can't speak on the Biden family. Nope. But this yeah, this sure. pertains exactly to you. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Have you ever been to the White House as a guest of the Bidens? I mean, I don't know if I'd call it like as a guest of the Biden. Have you but... ever been to the White House? Did you have oh, White yeah. House? I've, I've, I've been to the White House. So for example, you know, there are public celebrations of the White House um, Correct. and it passed certain policies. So like, for example, the first time I was ever at the White House was, was for the very, very public celebration of the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, invites were sent to a lot of people. Uh, it wasn't like an exclusive event. I was at, that was my first time at the White House. Um, so I have been, again, it's an honor and a privilege to be invited there. Again, I'm, I'm a young guy. So having that ability is, again, really, really nice. And like, you know, people will say like, oh, it's obviously because you're connected to the Bidens or the White House. It's like, like we're genuinely, again, 
average 21 year old guy there's nothing nefarious going on behind the scenes and i would like to remind everybody that if there were like for example let's just say the biden administration is paying me to do what i do right i would have to i would have to legally disclose that on every single post i'd have to say this post is paid for by x y and z um because you know obviously the fec requires that if you are paid you have to do especially relating wait wait one point one sec if you are if you are paid relating to election matters like advocating for a candidate then you have to disclose that obviously that's not the case and if someone if you if, if if, you know, these conspiracy theorists on the right think that I'm really just like yeah. breaking law with every single post I make and go for it. I think it's very far fetched. But anyway, so I, I don't I think I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think okay. we're breaking the law. And so, yeah, I'm, don't don't please don't let me in there as I'm asking. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying you. I'm yeah. not saying you. I'm so, not saying you. Don't worry. But but what I am trying to point out, and this was my conversation with everybody in the room to kind of land the plane here after kind of asking those questions. Yep. I have asked everybody in the room if whether or not the influencer culture at this point in time is healthy and not seen more as propaganda because Harry, I'm going to be honest with you. When I see your posts and I see that you write things very similar to others, it comes across as a propaganda arm of left talking points, just as I could point out right leaning content as well that do the exact same thing. And I know that you're not on Joe Biden's personal payroll, but I also know from being in Washington, DC and interviewing people that work in the inner circle. I also know that they did have a social media management team to bring an influencer strategy to Joe Biden's campaign. And I know that Donald Trump was working on the same thing. So this is not something that just the left or the right, it's both parties do this, but can you understand why I would say the people would be very skeptical of you knowing that pallet management received uh, about $210,000 during the 2022 election cycle yeah, from the DNC yeah, that you receive $6,000 yeah. from Midas touch, which is a democratic super PAC that right. you have well, access as a 21 year old, 20 year old to the white house special events. And yeah. then what I would ask you then is, are you not then a propaganda arm of the left and the election for Joe Biden, even if the Biden administration is not paying you, how would you answer that? Yeah. So again, like I somewhat understand the arguments that have been made, like, you know, how does a 21 year old go to the White House and stuff like that? And, um, you know, like the, the, the arguments being made might be in line with other people. But look, the fact of the matter is, is, um, you know, again, I'm an average 21 year old kid. Um, I play video games. I go out to bars. I have a good time. Right. So um, you know, I post on social media and stuff like that. And that just happens to me, in my opinion. I genuinely believe in my heart of hearts that Biden is the best candidate we have in 2024. Um, that is not being, it's, I'm not being paid to say that. Nobody's telling me to say that. I just genuinely believe that. And I can make arguments of, of based on that. And I have for around four years now. So this is not something new. Um, but in terms of your, your talking about like, you know, insiders of the Biden administration, you know, people, influencer, social media team, I know nothing about that. Never been involved in that. If you know someone who would like to invite me, please, I would love to work with the Biden White House. I haven't thus far in my life. Um, but I don't know anything about that. And look, again, like, you know, I think that if people are really upset with the Biden White House, like having influencers 
um, you know, even d- aside from me to the White House and like, please, you know, go talk to Donald Trump, who has had like Twitter influencers, TikTok influencers to Mar-a-Lago um, who are in support of his campaign. It's like the outrage toward me of like, oh, you're paid by the DNC. It's like, please, like reflect on your own party. There are plenty of people taking a lot more money from people more closely to Donald Trump to post on social media than there is on the DNC side and okay. the Democratic side and stuff like that. Greg, it's yeah. Greg, it's absolutely ridiculous for you to bring that up, because first of all, he's not the only 21 year old kid who's ever gone to the white house correct he's no. a young man who's passionate about politics yep. yes sir that's, that's, that's the truth and again I, Ma- I, Matthew, I, just Matthew. Want, I just want to quickly add i just want to quickly add like i want to remind everybody please i beg you grow scroll to the bottom of my tiktok page where i was originally a bernie sanders supporter and i was 17 years old i started this when i was 17 years old the idea that this is like a paid propaganda campaign is insane i've been doing this for like 4 years now it just happens to be something i'm passionate about and by the way if it, it's also crazy to think that i'm just paid to do this because i study this shit in college i'm studying law with this focus on constitutional law undergrad right now so it's like yeah i i mean i i look i have no other comment toward you other than look this is my personal belief. I've been doing this for four years. I've been saying the exact same thing for four years. Before I even signed with Pallet, I was doing the exact same thing. You can look at my page. It's all public. This is all public. Um, and look, I'd say like just generally the conspiracy theories about this, whether it's like, you know, paid by the DNC or what Sarah decides to cook up one day, that's like, you know, bomb threats are fake. It's like, please, I, I beg people to come back to reality, like come back to earth, because we're all here. We're trying to have a productive conversation and further this country. But when we have people like Sarah Fields and others who are claiming like, oh, you faked a bomb threat. It's like, guys, relax. Just just take a breather. Let's fucking have a productive conversation and we can move this. Forward. All right, we're going to fade out right here because we got to get a word in from our sponsors. But he's starting to talk about the Sarah Fields and there's this drama that happened where he claims that there was a bomb threat that he received, but he's not living on the NYU campus. So it wasn't really credible, uh, but he was just showing that, you know, how crazy his life has been uh, as a uh, Biden uh, poster on Twitter, on X and TikTok, that somebody was threatening his life. And this Sarah Fields said that this didn't happen uh, or that he was lying about and they went back and forth. And so she was on this feed. So my interview ends up kind of going into a, a complete different direction with the people that are hosting the space. And then I come back to be able to ask him one final question. So you're going to hear uh, him interacting with the host because I think it really kind of points out his maturity and the way that he speaks to them. And it kind of also might show why he's either liked by some or absolutely despised by others. And so I think it shows important context. When we come back after the break, uh, you're going to hear that um, shortly after. Make sure you're going over to americaoutloud.store. We can check out all the different sponsors of the network to help keep the lights on there, help support them, as well as you can support my show, Buy Me a Cup of Coffee at Buy Me a coffee.com backslash bold America. You're listening to America emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America out loud network. Change in the world. One person at a time here. We take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. 
I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Welcome back, Bold Americans. Second half of the show here. We are listening to my interview with Harry Sisson from early, early Sunday morning here on this lovely Monday, November 6th. Wow, we, we changed the clocks too, and that's throwing me off this whole, you know, fall back an hour. I thought that, that we were supposed to get rid of that at this point. Daylight savings wasn't supposed to be a thing. Anyway, what you're about to hear with Harry Sisson. All right, the, the conversation started to devolve as people wanted to know uh, uh, a little bit more about this whole Sarah Fields. I just wanted to get my questions answered because ultimately I think that he was contradicting himself in the fact that he's saying he's not part of a DNC group. Meanwhile, he's managed by people getting paid and funded by the DNC and he's getting a paycheck for this, but he's calling himself an average teenager. He's going to the white house and he's an average 21 year old. I, I don't believe that for a second. So you're first going to hear kind of uh, his character a little bit about how he handles this adversity in the space from the other people. And then you're going to hear my line of question come back in. So here it is. The idea that there's like this deep state paying people, you need to come back to reality. You you are getting way too wrapped. Wait, wait, pause. You are getting way, way, way too wrapped up in these like Twitter conspiracy theories. Twitter is not real life. When people hey, are Harry, like, so I'm the host and I'm a, like right. people are like, wait, wait, just, I'm gonna finish up in a second. When people are like Harry Sisson or X, Y, and Z, whoever this person is paid by the DNC. Turn off your phone, go outside, touch some grass, because I promise you, this Twitter shit is not real life. Now you can talk. Okay, hey, so you, you, you name check oh, no. and I think Sarah should be allowed to talk. And Harry, you jammed wind for about 20 minutes. So uh, uh, with respect to Sarah, close your mouth and let her speak because you, you she can say what she can say whatever she'd like. I mean, great. You, I, have, I, I, you look, have this I, way of talking over case. You uh, all right, hold on. No, we're not. We're not going to let this devolve into chaos. Like there were, there were rules. No, no, no. I want, I want, I want you to. Let okay, but real talk, real talk. I want you to let Sarah speak because if she I wants to speak, as, she can speak. Absolutely. No, no, I think that as time has gone on, it's become more apparent that Sarah was a liar. Like she just was wrong, and that's okay. Like, I don't mind people being wrong. Wait, wait. Real talk, real talk, real talk. 
Real talk. I'm not real even talk, trying to be real insulting. Real talk, real talk, real talk. Real talk, I'm not even trying to be insulting. Wait, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm not even trying to be insulting. But I think that as time has gone on, it's become more and more apparent that Sarah lied about this stuff, or she was just wrong, and she won't admit it, and that's fine. But I actually welcomed Sarah to double down, triple down, quadruple down on her claims that I fake these bomb threats, because it just helps. It helps. So by all means, if you want to let Sarah talk for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes about how awful of a person I am, how I'm paid by the DNC or whatever she wants to claim, I welcome it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, Mad Bull, can I just wrap with 30 seconds and then t- turn it to Sarah Fields? I have nothing more after this for, for Harry. I just, I, All right. That's up to Sarah if she wants to go. But if not, I've, I've got some I've got some stuff I want to bring up. So go ahead. Okay. So, Harry, uh, just thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Um, I wasn't trying to go with conspiracy theories. I will tell you two things that kind of st- st- stood out from this uh, being able to interview you. The first part is I really do believe that you don't believe that you're part of the Biden digital strategy team. And uh, – I don't know what to tell you outside of that, because if you really truly believe that, that's great. But you're going to have a trouble convincing me as a journalist from what I know. The second thing I would tell you is this, as you keep going, that you're an average 21-year-old. An average 21-year-old is not living the life that you're living. You're living an exceptional life. And I applaud you for that. But at the same time, I don't think you can use the words that you're an average 21-year-old when you have access at the White House, when you have uh, the DNC pallet, when you have the Midas Touch $6,000 as a 20-year-old, 21-year-old. That's delusional. Um, And I normally don't push back on people that I'm interviewing. Um, I'm kind of non-judgment here, but I need to say it. It's delusional for you to tell everybody that you are an average 21-year-old with well, the opportunity. Well, what I would to say have. to that, Greg, what I would say to that, Greg, is that, look, realistically, I've given up a lot, right? Like, I made the conscious decision in my junior year slash senior year of high school that I didn't care about the parties. I didn't care about the relationships. I didn't care about the friends. I cared about making this country better. I okay, can we let Sarah talk? Because I really don't want to hear okay. Harry continue and, and, and to blow hard when he just keeps fine. real and talk, real and talk, And that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Harry I don't, look, look, respectfully, I don't even know who the hell you are. I don't know who you are, bro. Just stop talking. Just stop talking. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. That's my co-host. And, like, you don't, like, we don't do just stop talking here. Like, that's not, that's not going to work. So if Sarah wants to go, Sarah can go. Um... If not, like I said, I have some stuff that I'll, you know, that I'll bring up and we can, we can kind of go from there. Uh, not real talk. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be part of this. If you're going to mute me, right? Like if Greg is going to, I'm, I'm happy to leave. Okay. Right but now. I've been in spaces where yeah, you've no. muted people. So and I'm like, and, and I'm exercising my authority look, to not just, I'm, not I'm just on you, but on everybody in the room. And so. that's fine. I'm giving my time to you right now. No, you are. I'm trying to respond to Greg's question, right? So if you won't let me respond to Greg's question, I'll leave. I don't have to go ahead. Respond. Okay, thank you, Greg. What I was saying is, I made the constitution in high school to, you know, avoid the typical high schooler slash college path and pursue my love for politics, my pursuit, pursue my love for law and government. And um, you're right. I I've worked extremely hard to be in the position I am. I'm so honored to be in the position I am and have the opportunities I've had. Um, look. I understand that maybe from an outsider perspective, you might be like, well, how the hell did I get there? Through a lot of sacrifice, through a lot of sacrifice, through a lot of long nights, through a lot of work. And that's just a fact of the matter. And and that's why it's so like ridiculous when I hear people like, oh, you're paid by the DNC. You're, you know, you're in with the Biden White House. It's like, no, no, no. I just worked my ass off. I just gave up things that other people were not willing to give up. I, I dedicated my time because I think social media is like the best way to make change in modern day America. I dedicated my time to this. So look, you can think I'm paid by the DNC. That's fine. Whatever. All good. 
but that's what that's the actual truth. I just gave up a lot to be in this position and work, and I I worked my ass off to be in this position. And that's all. Okay, great. It's Sarah's turn. All right, and then it went to Sarah, and the conversation completely devolved. It's unfortunate that they cut me off uh, in my line of questioning to him as I was trying to wrap that up because I believe that I was making a good case for being able to expose that there are influencers that are working on the emotional level. As you can hear, just the emotional part of people not wanting to even hear his response about how he got to where he is now. I wanted to try to establish that base because I was going to finish off with the question of how is it that your Twitter account is from 2009 when you were nine years old? You know, how come it is that you continue to say that you're not making any money, but yet the open reports on the money that's being paid from uh, Pallet and Midas is showing that you're getting thousands of dollars. Why aren't you uh, forthright within uh, the conversation? Uh, not even talk about the monetization through TikTok and through X. And so the reason why this is an important conversation is because right now, there are images that are being posted of the Gaza Strip. There's images of children that are being posted that have been killed by the shelling. And people are taking different sides. Uh, some people are like, well, Israel should be able to do whatever they want. Let's go. Let's get rid of Hamas. Make sure that they're no more. And it doesn't matter if they have to bomb the entire Gaza Strip. Just level the thing if they need to. And then you have the free Palestine side that's going, you know, it's fine if they go get Hamas, but this is too far. There's innocent people dying. Please, Israel, you got to stop. And then you have the free Palestine people that are almost militarizing in the streets right now uh, that just had a massive display in Washington, D.C. over the weekend that went to the White House, started shaking the fence and throwing things at the Secret Service on the other side of the fence while yelling out at them things like Allah Akbar. Now, when I hear hear things like that i'm going what influenced them to get that emotional response where so many hundreds of thousands of people are now marching on cities around america well it's very simple it's people that are influencers now it's not harry sisson that's moving that movement right now he's solely just in the joe biden is amazing category that's this content 24 7 but there's plenty of other influencers on the social media networks that are posting videos that you don't even know if they're true you don't even know if what you are looking at is something that's a real video or has been tampered with and yet people just accept it they accept the emotional manipulation in their lives every single day and so in this space i brought this up with some individuals and they said well you know shouldn't people have the right to free speech to be able to do things and how would you regulate the influencer culture well here's what i would do i would say that yes you have a right to free speech if you're a harry sisson though your free speech begins to end when the democratic national committee starts donating 200,000 plus dollars to pallet your management company and everybody on your management company is posting the exact same talking points for the dnc they're taking that paycheck paying you and as well as the midas uh touch <laughs> that is uh giving you seven thousand dollars i think i think that's what it was on the report i don't have it right in front of me but i said it during the show so you can go back and listen to it but they're giving you thousands of dollars as well and they are a super pack for the democrats so when you have these individuals that are paying 
can't you say that there's some type of disclaimer that needs to go on top of these profiles to let people know that is sponsored content. Just like if somebody's putting an advertisement, right? If I have my uh, my sponsored content up on Instagram, like I put uh, you know one of my affiliate links, Instagram makes sure that I put that it's sponsored, that I'm getting some money from Cultivate Elevate or Revere Coffee. But Harry Sisson can post all about Joe Biden and he never has to put that he's paid by a management company to post this type of co- content. Now he gets around it by saying, well, I truly believe it. And I actually believe that Harry truly believes that Joe Biden's a great guy because I think that he's part of the left talking points and he just sees it as it's a bonus that I also have a management company for all the hard work that I've put in to my values and my ethics of what I see as the moral superiority of the left. I do believe that there's not a part of me that's like, oh, he's lying to me about this. But what he is deceptive about is when he tells people, well, I'm not making money off of this. Or he's deceptive when he's saying, I'm just an average 21 year old. As you heard me say, average 21 year olds don't get invited on multiple trips to the White House. Average 21 year olds before they're the age of 21 don't have over a million people listening to all of their words. Average 20 year olds are not being brought on to consulting contracts for Midas. Like what, what lifestyle uh, have you led that has given you all that wisdom and experience? You know, for me at the, the, the more advanced age than Harry, I have wisdom now. I've done consulting for people. I could not have done that consulting when I was 20 or 21 because I had not lived my life and had failures and successes the way you need to, to be able to do proper consulting. So even his answer there, it does not make sense. And so this week I want to concentrate, I'm I'm going to get into my second part uh, on Wednesday with uh, my guest from last week. So you're going to be able to hear more from Oregon. So I think that's really important for everybody. But on Friday, we're going to get into this concept about uh, fifth generation warfare. Because there is a war for your emotions, and I guarantee you're losing. We are all losing this war. And it's okay to admit that we're all losing this war. Because once we can admit that we're losing it, we can get an action plan to start fighting back against it. So this is the primer for that conversation. I have some guests that I'm trying to line up. And if this takes me several episodes in order to roll this all out, it will take several episodes. I'm fine with that. Uh, But we're going to get into this over some time here on the America Emboldened Show. All right. That is the show for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that I honored your time well. So as we end today's show, I wanted to take a sincere moment to just thank my listeners. And I started this podcast a little over a year ago with this goal of informing the world with my independent news through independent views. And it's because of listeners like yourself and my courageous guests that have come on that have helped me make that mission true. You know, mainstream media, the cable news, big tech, they all have conflicted interest. The most corporate interests, they control a narrative when reporting out news stories. And that's why it's more critical than ever that voices like my own and others are dedicated to giving stories with independent views, a platform that have reach. And so here's where I need your help. I'm an independent podcaster. I don't receive any financial compensation for the show. It's just out of a labor of love. 
and it requires countless of hours in my studio, administration work, to book guests, to record the shows, and provide the best possible experience for you, my listeners. So if you enjoyed this show and you want to hear more America Emboldened, please consider donating to keep independent news alive with independent views. And you can do this directly at AmericaEmboldened.com. America Emboldened, E-M-B-O-L-D-E-N-E-D.com. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.